What's up, guys? We're going to get caught up on Anna and Brian Walsh. I'm your host, Dead Rick, and this is Subhuman. Anna is a real estate professional. Uh, she started working for Tishman Spire, uh, based out of New York City, last February 2022. Uh, she just relocated recently to Washington, D.C. appears that her husband, Brian, stays home and takes care of the kids. Not necessarily because this is what they planned on doing uh, when they were getting married and uh, creating their family, but turns out he's kind of a criminal. See, in 2018, uh, he was indicted on federal fraud charges for selling fake Andy Warhol pictures, excuse me, artwork online. Uh, tricked a dude in California. He had a friend that had some real Andy, Andy Warhol art, took some pictures of him, posted them on eBay, sold them for about 80,000 bucks. In April of 2021, Brian uh, pled guilty to three of four counts uh, in exchange for a recommended sentence of incarceration. He had supervised release, uh, restitution, forfeiture. He had to give the paintings back, which makes sense. And uh, he was placed on house arrest, so he wasn't going anywhere. He was allowed to leave, but he had to report and ask permission before he went anywhere. So I imagine he was just home. More details, I'm sure. There's a long story about how they met, who she was married to previously, uh, Brian's past relationships as well long story we're going to do another uh we'll do another episode about that but they tied the knot uh december 21st 2015 after a long distance courtship so here's what we know december 31st new year's eve uh they had a dinner party with anna's friend jim jim um was the owner of a company that anna used to work for um brian states this is coming from the husband Brian states that Jim left around 1 or 1.30 in the morning, uh, in which they went to bed right after that. The story as it goes was that Anna had an emergency at work in D.C. the next morning, and she had to fly out real. It states that she woke up, uh, gave him a kiss goodbye, told him to go back to bed, took an Uber to the airport somewhere around 6 or 7 in the morning, and um, I'm sure some facts will come out whether or not she took that ride. Uh, Brian also says that on that day, this is the first uh, babysitter arrived in the afternoon, uh, and he left to get groceries. Brian and Anna live in a town called Cohasset. Uh, his mom lives in Swampscott. Uh, it's about an hour. Brian said he lost his phone and got lost. Or he forgot his phone or he lost his cell phone. Anyway, he conveniently didn't have a cell phone on his way to his mom's. Got lost. Probably his first time going there. Maybe second. Um, said that he got there, spent about 15 minutes with his mom. Then he left. He went to CVS and Whole Foods and then uh, took the drive back an hour. To back to Cohasset, um, somewhere around 8 p.m. is when he arrived. January 2nd, Anna's still not reported missing yet. That's going to happen on January 4th. But because we're a little um, past that date, we know what happened. Hindsight's 2020. So Anne Walsh's cell phone uh, pinged somewhere around their home on the 1st. Um, Brian Walsh told investigators that he took his children for ice cream at a juice bar in Norwell. And uh, on January 2nd, while the babysitter watched his two other kids. So they got three kids. I didn't talk about that. Uh, looking back, the investigators did confirm that this trip did happen, trip to the ice cream store. The interesting part about January 2nd is that uh, Brian went to Home Depot in Rockland, Massachusetts. He was wearing surgical gloves and a surgical mask, and he bought $450 worth of cleaning supplies. Uh, mop buckets, tarps, different kinds of tape, you know, killer shit. So Anna's workplace, um, Tishman Spire... They're the ones that called the police. But to Brian's attorney, they called the police because he called them looking for Anna. January 5th, Cohasset police 
they announce that Anna is missing and they're looking for help from the public. January 6th, now we got a massive search all over Cohasset. That's where her phone last pinged. Um, it included canine officers, members of the community, you know the deal. Everybody was out looking for her. While the search is going on, they got six investigators trying to drive north towards Brian's mom's house to try to verify his story of going to CVS and Whole Foods. They don't find any footage. They don't find any evidence of him being. So January 8th, Brian gets arrested for misleading the investigation. They couldn't, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't verify his alibi. Police also can't find any evidence of her taking a ride share, Uber, Lyft, whatever. His arrest for misleading the investigators, they get a search warrant. And what do they find? A bloody knife in the house. That was in the basement. They also found blood. Now, remember when I told you before he was on house arrest and had to ask permission? Well, based on all these trips that he described he took, he never took. He never got permission. Oh, and I almost forgot. Back on January 6th, two alarm fire breaks out at the Cohasset family house where the three children and the dad made it out safe. The office of the fire marshal said that it didn't look suspicious. He may have been holding back. So January 9th and 10th, uh, while the investigators went north to verify his alibi, they found a lot of different places to look. 45 miles north of the Cohasset home, um, they went to the Peabody Transfer Station, which is a landfill. In essence, that's where you collect a ton of garbage, typically from suburbs and cities, and then they transfer that to a big landfill uh, down, 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 duh, 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 at a later time. Um, they took out quite a few evidentiary bags. What the evidence is, we don't know yet. Uh, we can only speculate. I'm sure there's a lot of bloody things. January 12th, they find that... Um, police report that was filed in Washington, D.C., that way back in 2014, Mr. Walsh allegedly threatened to kill Anna and her friend. On January 3rd, somebody pays a little bit more attention to the police log that was taken when uh, Anna's employer called the police to report her missing. The officer that took the call noted that the company called the husband, Brian, but Brian didn't file a missing person report. January 17th, yesterday, Brian is now being arrested for the murder of Anna Walsh. Big surprise. Fast forward to today, January 18th. If you're watching this some other time, January 18th, 2023. Uh, Brian Walsh was arraigned on charges of murder and improper transport of a body in the Quincy District Court. And he pled not guilty. Those are pretty specific charges in a pretty short period of time. The most interesting piece was the reading of the charge, which I'll uh, quote for you now. So Brian uses his son's iPad to perform these Google searches. He's apparently not quite as uh, as uh, savvy in true crime as you guys are, but here's what he searched for. And I quote, uh, these are all on January 1st. I quote, how long before a body starts to smell? This is 4.55 a.m. on January 1st, a few hours after the party ended, the dinner ended. 4.58, three minutes later, how to stop a body from decomposing. 520. How to embalm a body. See, he must have learned something from how to stop from decomposing. He's got to get deeper into, into the facts here. 547. So 27 minutes later. 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. He probably didn't type that. That probably just popped up, you know, once he started typing dispose of dead body. 625. How long for someone to be missing to inherit? Pretty interesting. Uh, Anna was very wealthy. She had a portfolio of a couple million dollars. 
And way back in the day when uh, Brian's dad died, he didn't leave him anything except for good wishes. I don't know how affluent his dad might have been or how mad Brian might have been about not being left in the will other than uh, being left with good wishes. But so 10 minutes later, 6.34 a.m., can you throw away body parts? Doesn't look guilty at all. I know. Innocent until proven guilty. 9.29 that morning. So uh, maybe he took a nap. Maybe he's busy doing something else. We have a three-hour gap. Uh, Brian wants to know, what does formaldehyde do? 9.34. How long did DNA last? 9.59. Can identification be made on partial remains? 11.34 a.m. Dismemberment and the best ways to dispose of a body. 11.44. How to clean blood from a wooden floor. Uh, 11.56. Luminol to detect blood. 108. That afternoon, he must have ate lunch. Uh, what happens when you put body parts in ammonia? 121. Is it better to throw crime scene clothes away or wash them? <laughs> 1245. Hacksaw, best tool to dismember? 110. Can you be charged with murder without a body? Uh, 114. It's got a new idea. Can you identify a body with broken teeth? 102 p.m. Uh, I don't know why we're going backwards here. What happens to hair on a dead body? 113. Uh, what is the rate of decomposition of a body found in a plastic bag compared to a surface in the woods? And 120. Can baking soda make a body smell good?